What the hell happened to Big Voice Guy? Uh, I don't know. The voice changed there. It did. He's, like, he's about 25 years younger now. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. 15 minutes from John Morosi, 40 minutes from Peter Skaronsky, and Heron in for Matt Spiegel. Bourbon with the buddies on a heater. Pedro Grafal. Just so when people search it, it's bourbon and a buddy, not bourbon with a buddy. I was wondering it's, how many times you're going to let him buddy. keep saying it that way. Yeah. See, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> bourbon details. and a buddy. Bourbon ampersand a buddy. <laughs> oh, no. So Olin Krutz is uh, your buddy. Did he have a bourbon? Uh, he had tequila. All right. Well. Don Julio, 1942. Oh, Good tequila. Yeah. That is Sounds good. like it. Yeah. Anything with a year on it. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. be the good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, so we got a couple of clips. You can check out the entire episode of YouTube, right? Yeah, as Best soon as this segment's it. over, I will post it on my Twitter feed and the show's Twitter feed. But we'll just give you a, a, a taste here. All right, so here's Olin's uh, version of events around the media. This situation. is how we started last night's podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> how, how are you doing? It's been a while since I've gotten to talk to you. Um, it's, it's been a while since... I don't know. Since I, I got thrown it, off the radio? Yeah, since you got yeah. thrown off the radio from, from yeah. people. It's me and you okay. be ourselves. Right. See, I, got, I, I, got, I, didn't... I got my ass thrown off the radio. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? So um, no, I've been yeah. good, man. I've been good. And, um, you know, just this, the kids always keep me busy. As you know, I have six kids. Uh, I run a yeah. gym. So I, I'm training people all the time. So uh, just that pretty much. Just running around chasing kids uh, at the gym, training people. Uh, I've been doing that a little more now. Uh, since, like I said, I got thrown off the radio. But uh, other than yeah. that, been good, man. All right. So, do we want to call it thrown off the radio? Because you didn't even try to enlist me to to help you get back because we wanted you back. <laughs> no, you like, guys did. You guys did. The yeah. show wanted you back because mm-hmm. we're not afraid. No, no. You, the, the, we all know that the afternoon show is not afraid of anything, really. Yeah. But um, yeah. it was a good time to take a break. You know, I, I, I kind of yeah. thought. The season was going to go like it was going to go. And, and how many times can you say they're bad? Although uh, I didn't know Justin Fields was going to be that electric. And he made it absolutely, he made it enjoyable to watch. Um, me and my family were turning our TV on, probably like you, to watch him. And when was he going to take off for another 50 or 60 yards? So, um, but, but I, I kind of had a feeling uh, this wouldn't be their year. And, and how many times can you say the same thing over and over again? So it was a nice year to take a break, to be honest. What what would it, what would it take for you to do it again? Mm, to to be you know, delve mm-hmm. like deep into the media world again because you're so yeah. good at it. Well, I appreciate I appreciate you saying you guys help. I mean, you guys are the best team in in Chicago. Everybody knows that. So I learned a lot from all of you guys uh, working with you guys. That was that was the fun part, right? Uh, working together, um, you know, wrestling in the. Um, Wrestling in the studio, uh, that was the fun part. <laughs> you know, big oh, okay, there. yeah. Oh, you're going to go right there. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. Right to be honest with you, I don't know. It, it, it's, uh, um, it, it was fun, but like you said, it's a deep dive into you, you want to be – you want to give the listener a good information. You want to tell them actually what's going on in your opinion. So uh, it's a deep dive into it, and when they're not good, to be honest with you, I'm going to say it like you know. If you ask me a question, I give you an answer. What I think yeah. is the answer. Uh, you may not agree with it, and that's fine, but that's the fun part of doing radio and television or whatever you're doing. That's the fun part. Uh, but when, when teams aren't winning, it just always happens to be the question happens to be, why are they so bad, and how do they get better? So you're always 
shit on somebody, right? Because that is just the truth. When somebody's bad at their job and someone asks you if they're bad, the answer is usually yes. They are bad at their job. And the Bears have been bad for a long time. Uh, so that that's kind of the, the give and take where I'm at with, with doing the analyst work again. That's very interesting. Yeah, to be very clear, we wanted him back on the show. And the company made him an offer to be back. So there was an opportunity for it, but he chose not to. And that was his decision. And I never heard him talk about it in those terms of it being uh, how many times can you crap on him in a bad year and he knew it was going to be a bad year. That gives me a little bit of hope that there could be a door open, by the way, for, you know, you get excited about an off season where they got the number one pick and you could trade some assets and you could sign some guys. Maybe a year or two in the future when the Bears are going to be better again. And the offensive line will evolve, you know, in personnel and experience. is going to be a lot that Olin Krutz can contribute in a variety of ways, but certainly to the position that he played at a Hall of Fame level at up front, it'd be a lot for him to talk about. Oh, man. Now I'm even more excited for Ryan Poles to do a good job. Oh. Come on, Ryan! Give Olin Krutz enough hope to get him back on the radio. <laughs> Let's put that on his plate, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah, sure. You gotta right. you gotta sign Jalen Johnson and you gotta you gotta evaluate free agency in the draft, but you have to put a team that's good enough to oh. get Olin Krutz back on the radio. I did just put something else in my head. I mean, we got you know, still a couple, we got, couple we'll, hours. Yeah, I want to talk Jalen Johnson with you at some point over the next couple hours. Go all right, on. we'll absolutely do that. We're gonna do an evaluation. Ryan pulls his first year at five o'clock, so oh, we have yeah. plenty of time to do it. Uh he also spoke about being a sports dad and what it's like to have kids following in his footsteps. You've got two sons who play at the collegiate level. Um, what is one thing that you can tell them about playing semi-professionally and professionally about conducting themselves as adult athletes that you wish someone could have told you when, when you were in their shoes? Yeah, that, that is really the best question of the night from you. But anyway. Um, I'm sorry. Here, you, know, <laughs> you take a joke. Me and Shane had we had a little bit of back and forth. He's probably not gonna play it for you guys, but nope. that's why it's a little a little yeah, little yeah. awkward. But uh, <laughs> no, no, not awkward. Love you. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I've I've made man like you know the funny thing is it's a good question because I've made a lot of mistakes, but right? I've done a lot of things uh, that I shouldn't have done. So I can give them a lot of advice, and I tell everybody like my. My sons are better men than me. And, and that's just true. And that's the way it should be. But um, I always tell them, you know, the, the things you hear, and, and they're true, right? Like get your degree, uh, make sure you play for the team. Uh, you know, don't, don't make it about yourself. And you always use sports, especially nowadays with all the iPads and phones. And even with my daughters, my daughter's a volleyball player. Uh, she goes to Loyola High School. She's 16 now. My younger girls, uh, my three other young girls, they all play sports and really just use sports to teach them about life, teach them about teamwork, teach them about failure and getting up and, and a spot to be hard on them. So um, I, I can't really tell you like, like the, the lessons that you can teach off of football, off of playing the game, off the disappointment, off the training, off the discipline, off the committing to the team, off the getting up at six in the morning, going to practice, then going to school, uh, you know, picking your head back up after you don't play, you know, nowadays, if you think about it, right, like my oldest boy, he goes through because they gave a lot of these guys because of COVID six years. So they doubled his class. So they have six year guys playing in front of them. That's frustrating, right? I don't, I can't really yeah. relate to that because 
like I told him, I said, if, if the fifth-year center would have stayed another year, I wouldn't have played as a true freshman. He would have been a starter. So um, that's that this kind of thing. But but then you tell him, like, you just got to go out there and be better than, than the next guy. You know, so so it's, it's just things like that that you use football for to teach them about. And like you know, and anybody can Google me, uh, I made my fair share of mistakes. So so I, I, I do teach from a, from a, a lesson of um, make sure that you're not doing these things, the things I did. Make sure you're doing these things. And I had a guy today, a young football player, he asked me, do you think I should, I want to play in the NFL, do you think I should get my degree? And I said, you're damn right you should. You're damn right you should get your degree. I said, I, I don't have a degree, and that's why some doors don't open for me. I said, that's one of the biggest mistakes I made. Now, at 45, I ain't going back now. But, but I just told him, I said, but I can always give advice like that because I did a lot of stupid things in my life. And sometimes when you do a lot of stupid things, you can give the best advice. It's great stuff. Bourbon and yeah. a buddy, Shane Reardon and Owen Krutz. Being a sports dad. Good stuff, Shane. He was great. It was really good, to, uh, really good to talk to him again. It's been a while. I hope that he does change his mind and comes back someday. How would you power rank your combo with Olin versus other ones you've done so far? I mean, this one was a lot more football-y. I didn't give you any of the football stuff here. I just wanted to put, like, Olin, the personal side out there. So not as much up my alley. But anytime you can talk to him, you're, you're going to learn something. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Uh, Bourbon and a buddy, Shane Rudin and Olin Kruitz. Good to hear that voice back here on The Score. So... I love talking to John Morosi. He puts us in a good mood. The man knows things. He's broken some of the biggest stories uh, of the last 12 months in baseball. I want to know what he thinks it's fair to say the White Sox should have known about Mike Clevenger before they made him that offer and where they can go from here. We'll talk Hall of Fame and all that, but we'll start with the news around the White Sox with John Morosi next on The Score.